We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast. Joining me today is Josh Larkey, the Director of Fantasy and Gambling at the 33rd Team. But more importantly, he's a Chargers fan. Josh, honored to have you on, man. How are you doing? Tyler, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. And for everyone out there, I am a real Chargers fan. I was <laughs> I was raised in San Diego, so I was originally a San Diego Chargers fan. But everyone has that one girl that got away from them. And no matter what they do, you're like, hey, Babe, I will come back. That is like me and the Chargers. You know what? They moved to LA. It's okay. This is still my team. I've got the Herbert jersey on. I'm ready for this. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, let's get right into the Chargers. Obviously, we'll be talking about Chargers fantasy football. And I'd like to start by talking about the first seven games that we just saw from the Chargers. I would imagine that the Chargers are one of the most you know drafted fantasy teams with, with Allen, with Williams, with Eckler, with Herbert, Palmer. Um, but then Herbert plays seven quarters of healthy football before he cracks his rib cartilage. So we may be disappointed with the on-field performance that we've seen as fans, but how has the team fared in fantasy football? Yeah, well, I'll add that not only did Herbert have the cracked ribs, but Rayshon Slater, one of the best tackles in the entire NFL, is out for the season. That does not necessarily help your quarterback. A quarterback can only do so much when the offensive line is struggling. Fortunately, mm-hmm. the guys that have been filling in have been doing it pretty admirably. So, uh, yeah, Herbert really, really uh, going through the ringer. Uh, no Keenan Allen. The, the O-line's been in shambles. So I would actually say that Justin Herbert, it's kind of a, yeah, I think you could look at it two ways. Glass half full, glass half empty. Glass half full. Justin Herbert is the quarterback six in fantasy points per game. Oh, wow. Well, quarterback six, despite all of this. However, there there's a pretty large teardrop in terms of QB5 mm. to QB6. So let, let, let me break it down for everyone. So Josh Allen is the QB1. I think we all know this. He's averaging over 30 fantasy points a game. Mahomes is averaging 24 and a half. Jalen Hurts is averaging 24 and a half. Joe Burrow is averaging 24. Lamar Jackson is averaging 23 and a half. So Lamar Jackson, QB5, 23 and a half fantasy points a game. Justin Herbert, QB6, is not 23 and a half. He's 18 and a half. So he's essentially five fantasy points per game lower than the QB five. So he's essentially like starting a new tier pretty drastically. So I think actually he hasn't been a great value selection so far. You kind of drafted him as a potentially elite option. 
he is five fantasy points per game, which is a lot away from those guys. So Justin Herbert, I would not say great fantasy option. You don't know who has been a great fantasy option. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is the RB1 in PPR fantasy leagues. He's had four straight games of at least 24 PPR points. That sounds pretty good. He's had at least 34 fantasy points in three of his past four games and at least 11 in every game this year. We want the floor. We want the ceiling. Eckler has both. And for all you real football fans out there, they're like, Josh, shut up. I hate fantasy. Give me a real NFL stat for once. (laughs) All right. Austin Eckler. He is on pace for 129 receptions this year, which Mm. would break Christian McCaffrey's running back receptions record by 13 receptions. That is fun. That is not fantasy related. That's what we love to hear. So Austin Eckler, great value. Justin Herbert, not as great of a value so far. Yeah, really unfortunate, especially with Justin Herbert. Eckler, of course, has been amazing. And when you're down to some teams and boy, you need garbage points. Uh, Austin Eckler has been great for the Chargers and great for fantasy owners as well. Herbert, it's it's a it's a twofold thing, right? I'm sure it's both the fact that they're just not scoring as many points. He's not throwing as many touchdowns, but also he is not opting to run at all. Um, I don't know how much of that factored into his fantasy performance last year, but this year it's very clear that he's going to slide very early. He's not going to, you know, you talk about the opening game against the Chiefs, his first game ever, and he's trucking guys, you know, down the sideline. He's not doing that right now. And of course he's not doing that, um, but it's really capping his fantasy ceiling, I would imagine. Yeah, the, the rushing definitely hurts a little bit. I I think there might be a little bit of intertwinement between uh, hurt ribs and not wanting as many collisions. Yes. So I, that's probably a part of it. But I do think in terms of uh, we're Chargers fans, we want Justin Herbert to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think we can sacrifice a fantasy point here and there <laughs> to try and keep our franchise quarterback healthy throughout this year and all future seasons. Because I think one thing that concerns me, like I, I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, Jalen Hurts, he's so fun to watch. Such a great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, Jalen Hurts takes a lot of hits and could very well be on that Cam Newton career path where mm. they hit like age 28 and the decline hits pretty hard. Justin Herbert, I, I think we all kind of hope that we've got at least another 10 years of him being a well above average quarterback in the NFL. And I think a lot of that will hope ultimately stem from him and his risk management and not taking those extra hits. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so let's look ahead to this Chargers backfield because you mentioned Austin Eckler and he's dynamite. It has been dynamite for fantasy owners and for Chargers fans and the Chargers uh, for years now. Joshua Kelly finally shows some life. They finally get him the ball and he ends up on short-term IR because of a kickoff return freak accident. What are you doing with the fantasy football chargers backfield right now after Austin Eckler, or are you just not even touching it? So I, a lot of people will ask this. They'll be like, Hey, like which guy who, guarantee Josh, you have to guarantee. Tell me who the guy is. Who do, who do I pick up? Who's the handcuff? If Eckler gets hurt, who, who is it going to be? And the answer that everyone hates, I'm going to give it to them, but then I'll, I'll explain kind of a little more process. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's often how it is where it's like, can you guarantee it's Isaiah Spiller? Can you guarantee it's Sony Michelle? And I'm like, Hey, uh, no, I, mm-hmm. I watch a lot of football. You've watched a lot of football. It would be disingenuous for you to try and guarantee to me who it's going to be in one of these situations. There's a few teams out there like the, like the Vikings where it's like, Oh yeah. Dalvin cook gets hurt. We have year after year of Alexander Madison being the guy. Like Mm -hmm. some of these backfields we know. Most, we're just not quite sure. What you want to start doing in fantasy football 
is you want to start right around now. We're about mid-season. You stack your bench with backup running backs. We kind of know who the good receivers are. They're pretty consistent. The waiver wire is usually chock full of receivers that can get you 8 to 12 fantasy points any given week. What you want to be doing on your bench is stashing backup running backs on good offenses, mm-hmm. especially those that have an all-purpose skill set. And what I mean by that is guys that can be trusted to take carries, can be trusted to catch passes, and are big enough to get goal line work. I would actually say Isaiah Spiller and Sony Michelle both fit that profile. We saw Isaiah Spiller all three years in college as a, a workhorse, all phases running back. We have seen Sony Michelle at multiple points in his career be that as well. Remember last year for the Rams, there were many games where Michelle's getting 20 touches a game through the air, on the ground, at the goal line. These are both priority stashes. I don't know who it's going to be, but why, why would you have some random receiver on your bench that is indistinguishable from waiver wire receivers when you could have a running back that's potentially giving you 15 to 20 fantasy points a game if the starter goes down? We love Eckler, but if we're being completely honest, Austin Eckler has been injured several times in his career, mm-hmm. and he's very, very undersized for the amount of touches that he gets each game. I would never root for injury. I, I think there's a good chance he stays healthy this entire year. But if he gets hurt, which I think is likely for any running back getting this many touches, Isaiah Spiller or Sony Michelle is probably going to pop, and they're probably going to be the hot waiver wire ad So you might as well just have them now. So I'm just stashing backup running backs that I think can catch passes, run the ball on good offenses. There you go. Spiller, Michelle, you could even stash both on the same team. Why not? We're Charger fans. (laughs) Yes, I currently do stash both Michelle and Kelly on my roster right now. Uh, Both kind of not very useful for me currently, but eventually, hopefully, there's something there. Um, Hey, any Chargers running back that wants to go off and have a billion yards for my fantasy team, Totally fine by me. You mentioned receivers and you're talking about injuries. The Chargers finally get Keenan Allen back. And then now Mike Williams in the same game that Keenan Allen returns gets knocked out with a moderate to severe high ankle sprain that could keep him out three to six weeks. What are you doing with this situation? What are your expectations for Keenan Allen moving forward? And how are you handling this Mike Williams situation? So Mike Williams... He who's doing quite a bit for the Chargers. I, I know that some people still think of him as kind of like this. Oh, he's just like a, a deep threat. He'll get a couple targets a game. Mike Williams is a high volume receiver. At the 33rd team, we actually have a free tool. You just go to the 33rdteam.com slash the dash edge. We have basic data. We have advanced data. We have all the data you want. You can choose which weeks to look at. And if we look at weeks two through seven, which is when it's mostly just been Mike Williams without a, because Keenan Allen wasn't like, fully healthy necessarily in week seven. So if we look at weeks two through seven, Mike Williams had a 21% target share. That means that 21% of Herbert's passes were going to Mike Williams. That's a very, very large number. Like every five passes, one of them is going to Mike Williams at least. So there's now this big target void. Who has a history of just soaking up target after target with Rivers, with Herbert? It is Keenan Allen. And people are like, hey, like, talk, talk to me about what we think Keenan Allen can look like rest of the season. Give me some player comps. Nobody wants me to just drop stats and be like, this is what he's going to do with this <laughs> and this. So here's a couple of player comps. Okay. Amon Ross St. Brown. That is exactly the type of fantasy usage I think we can expect from Keenan Allen. 
where Amon Ross St. Brown has had so many games where he's getting like 10, 12 targets and he's catching like eight passes a game for like 70 yards, sometimes scoring. And that that's there's a lot of fantasy goodness there. So I think Amon Ross St. Brown, where it's a pretty high volume pass attack, the guy's pretty close to the line of scrimmage, soaking up volume. Or we could say like maybe a, a slightly poor man's DeAndre Hopkins from what we saw last week where Hopkins was basically half of the Cardinals pass attack in that game. And when I say poor man's, it's not that I think Allen is worse than Hopkins. It is more so that Hopkins, he'll run a little bit deeper down the field than Allen. So for fantasy, it might not be quite as good. I think they're they're similar enough players, but I think that's what we're going to expect is we're just going to, he's going to be peppered with targets. And I think if anyone suffers chargers wise for fantasy, I think Eckler will probably take a, I know we talked about how exciting it is that he's on pace to break the receptions record for running backs. I think there's a good chance he takes a little bit of a step back because Mike Williams, a little bit more of a downfield threat. Herbert Mm -hmm. doesn't have a safety blanket with Keenan Allen. That becomes Austin Eckler. I think Allen and Eckler are both going to be the ones that are just soaking up like 50% of the targets in a lot of these weeks now that Williams is out. And in terms of what do we do with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I think I think you trade for Keenan Allen and I think you want to trade away Mike Williams. So you mm. gave the three to six week timetable for the high ankle sprain. I agree. He will probably return in three to six weeks. But one thing that we know about the high ankle sprains with receivers they're generally not the same for the rest of the season. Remember Michael Thomas, like there's so many examples Mm. of these elite receivers. They have a high ankle sprain and whether or not they return, they are just not the same for the rest of that year. I wouldn't expect Mike Williams to actually be full strength until the NFL playoffs, not the fantasy playoffs, the NFL playoffs. So I think he's going to come back. He's going to contribute for the chargers. He's going to be a valuable piece for fantasy though. Probably not so much. So I would say that, that that this is the perfect time to just get rid of Mike Williams and say, you know what? We're just going to watch him in real NFL football when he returns. And we want him to be fully rested and fully recovered so he can be an asset for the, the actual NFL playoffs stretch run. Yeah, absolutely. And the Chargers have even been a bit snake bitten by rushing guys back a little too quickly. Um, we saw that sort of with JC Jackson. Uh, Keenan Allen started to come back and he had a setback. Donald Parham started to come back. He had a mm-hmm. setback. Not that it's their fault by any means. It's just I think they might want to take the cautious approach, which they did with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen did not have a setback in the game against the Seahawks. They said, listen, you're on a pitch count. You hit this many snaps. We're pulling you, and we're just not going to risk anything heading into the bye. Um, so, yeah. All right. So last question, because I do want to let you go here, but I have to ask you about the quote-unquote real Chargers football. How do you feel about the Chargers the rest of the way? Because you are a Chargers fan. You do watch the team, so I can't ask you this. How do you feel about the Chargers on the field the rest of the way? They're four and three right now. Do they make the postseason? I do think we make the playoffs. I think there's just enough teams. So obviously the Chargers have been a slight letdown. Uh, I think a lot of us kind of were like, oh, this was kind of, I mean, don't we do this every year though? We're like, on paper, <laughs> this looks like a Super Bowl roster. Wow. Yes. And then every single year, somehow we get ransacked by injuries. I don't know how it happens. It happened in San Diego. It happens in LA. I don't know if we need to like tweak our color scheme, just like a touch to get rid of the injury bug. What, what's going on? But right now, I think we, we look good. There's a lot of teams that have been underperforming throughout the AFC. And I think that kind of helps us. Very nice, actually, for us that the, I mean, we haven't looked great, but I mean, whew, the Broncos and Raiders do not look very good. <laughs> so it's kind of nice when it looks more like a two-team race with just us and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think they're currently the better team. I think what's nice, though, is that we're starting to get healthier. We're going to get Keenan Allen back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have Mike Williams at full strength for the NFL playoffs. 
I, I think we sneak into the playoffs as a wild card and then make some more noise given that we'll be getting healthier and that a lot of these guys, like I think Bosa is going to come back in a few weeks. Like there's just mm-hmm. like Bosa will be back like by the playoffs. Like, there's just a lot of things like that that'll align well for us. I think what we need is we need to trade for a speed receiver. My goodness, this offense lacks speed. And it's obvious. Like when you see Austin Eckler with the ball, you're like, oh my goodness, this guy looks so much faster than everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. And even like Gerald Everett, you're like, oh, Gerald Everett looks pretty athletic and pretty quick with the ball in his hands. And I think ultimately what that needs is we we should get a speed receiver. Uh, this this offseason, I was pounding the table. I was like, hey, let's take a flyer on Will <laughs> Fuller. Obviously, that didn't happen. I have no idea what's mm. going on with him. The worst broken finger injury in the history of the NFL, apparently. <laughs> but <laughs> I think we need somebody like that. Like when Deshaun Jackson signed with the Ravens, I was like, that's the type of flyer that I would have loved the Chargers to do. Mm-hmm. Since this offense just desperately lacks that field stretcher. We don't have Jalen Guyton right now. So I, I think it'd be really nice if we could trade for a speed guy that would compliment Keenan Allen well, that would compliment Mike Williams. These are two really good NFL receivers, but they're both really slow. Speed matters. And like DeAndre Carter's looked okay at times. Mm-hmm. He's more of a role player. I think we we need we need a little more speed. Someone else in addition to a DeAndre Carter. That way we have more flexibility, more speed on offense. And it'll open up more explosive plays. Herbert is one of the best arms in the NFL. And if you look at one of those like advanced passing charts, you'll see he's just not throwing the ball 20 plus yards down the field very often. And that's one thing that like a lot of these really good offenses will have. You look at Josh Allen and the Bills, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're completing a lot more of these deep passes down the field. It stretches the defense. And we know that Justin Herbert is just as capable as Allen and Mahomes with his arm. We know he's made those throws many, many times. And I think we just need to set him up with a receiver that can help him get that done. Yep, I 100% agree. I absolutely hope it happens. We'll see. It would be a new thing for Tom Telesco, but I feel like this offseason has been an offseason of new things for Tom Telesco. All right, Josh, thanks for joining me, man. Where can Chargers fans find you, and what are you up to these days? Well, Tyler, first off, thanks for having me. Dream come true. Getting to guest on a flagship Chargers podcast as a Chargers fan huh, feels pretty good on a, <laughs> a nice little Wednesday morning. You can find me on Twitter at tweets. You can find all my content on the33rdteam.com. It's all free. This entire season, each week I put out my fantasy rankings. And not only do I put out fantasy rankings, because let me tell you, one of my pet peeves is people that drop their rankings and I'm like, huh, I wonder why you ranked that guy there. That looks pretty strange. Mm -hmm. And there's crickets. They don't tell you. So what I do and what I'm going to be doing today is every week on Tuesday, I drop my fantasy rankings. And then every day on Wednesday, I write up dozens and dozens of players within my rankings, right below my positional ranks. So it'd be like quarterbacks. I'll rank my quarterbacks. And then I'll write up like 12 quarterbacks and I'll say, Hey, here's every quarterback that I think deserves a paragraph. So you understand why I ranked them where I did. And I think that's the type of thing that can really help you in fantasy. So those are free. And then I will plug that the 33rd team does have chase Daniel on the roster. So if you like chase Daniel, I mean, it's like, he's like America's backup quarterback at this point. (laughs) And chase Daniel gives us commentary each and every week. So if you want to see his video analysis and breakdowns, of Chargers games, other NFL action. He'll you, he's featured on the 33rd team.com or on Twitter at the 33rd team FB. Tyler, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And yes, Chase Daniels is doing amazing things over there. And really at the 33rd football team, you guys are doing amazing stuff. And special thanks to Gabby Moran for setting this up for us as well. All right, guys, please follow him for fantasy football advice, not me. Take care. <laughs> 
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 